should I take my social security? How much risk can I tolerate? I'm afraid I'm overpaying in taxes. Did I save enough? I can't keep up with all these rules. There are a lot of components to your retirement, and it certainly can seem overwhelming. It's time to establish a partnership with a professional who can provide you with a written plan, the proper strategies, and then be there with you along the way. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. So much for transitory inflation. It's here and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere and prices are only going higher. On today's show, we've got some ideas for you to fight back against inflation and still retire on time. Hi, this is Coach Pete. And if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, Kevin, of course, is uh, author of a great book called Every Dime Every Day. He's president of Frisbee & Associates, a fiduciary, independent, and been helping folks for a long time get to and through retirement. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Hey, great, Steve. How are you doing this weekend? Very, very well, thanks. And, uh, you know, I guess we're, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say we're beating a dead horse, but we got to talk about inflation, don't we? Yeah, it's not beating a dead horse at all. It's actually trying to become proactive and, and make some positioning to uh, to not hurt yourself into and through retirement. I, I got to tell you right now, this, this whole transitory commentary from the beginning um, from some of the economists and some of the Federal Reserve Board members, um, it's here. It's here to stay. Uh, everybody's feeling the pain at the pumps, uh, in the grocery stores, in every single way. And I, I feel really badly for some of these uh, people that have been retired a long time, 20, 25 years, let's say, or even 15 years that have set themselves up on an income stream. They've got kind of a stream of income, fixed income, maybe social security, maybe they had a pension. And all of a sudden they're getting a five or 6% raise in their, in their social security, but they're getting an eight plus percent raise or higher and everything else that they're going to purchase. And, uh, and they're going backwards. And it's not uh, it's not fun watching this happen to our society. No, absolutely not. And and again, you know, as I said, retirees are hit particularly hard when it comes to inflation, like you said, because of fixed income. I mean, you know, and as you said, you're trying to be proactive to make sure that we're going to be able to get through these things. I mean, you've gone through things similar to this, but this is a, this is this is a tricky one. It's a tricky one. And I, I've been calling it the great experiment for, for a while now. And, and here's my take on this. Yeah, the, the tools that the Federal Reserve has to fight inflation is higher interest rates. Everybody knows that. And that's basically what they have uh, proposed on the table right now. The problem with that is we have $31 trillion in national debt. We didn't have that in the 1970s when they did raise rates to 18 and 19%. And so now when they're talking about raising rates, and and I, here's the thing, with, with that much national debt, it's really the, the great experiment is they can't raise rates to the, to the amount that they are talking about raising rates. Um, and you're going to see a battle between the White House and Congress and the Federal Reserve 
pretty soon. If you don't see it in the public public eye, you're gonna you're gonna probably hear about it after the fact, because we have a midterm election coming up in about six months in this country, and I've, I'll tell you right now, frankly, the Democrats are gonna get steamrolled already. They're just gonna try to save face and try, and try to save some of those seats. And how they're gonna do that? They're gonna put a roadblock in front of the Federal Reserve from raising rates higher than than it should go, or that the Federal Reserve wants it to go, by trying to change market sentiment to to be more positive going into the election. Having said that, if that's true, and all of a sudden the, the White House prevents the Federal Reserve from raising rates to, to, to tame inflation, what happens to inflation? It, it almost gets out of hand, almost gets out of control to a point where you now have, I don't want to call it hyperinflation. God forbid we get in a situation situation like uh, like Argentina just raised their rates to 49%. <laughs> um, imagine that. Uh, they've never had uh, great no. monetary policy there in that country anyway. But, but the point being is, we don't know how high and how far prices can go and how, how much inflation can get out of control because we've never been in a position like we are today in our world, in our society. Inflation actually went down for the month of April, if you want to count uh, two points down. Uh, but again, at least it's something. And But there is a new Gallup poll that's out, and it shows that a lot of Americans are really concerned, particularly folks that are retired. This is Lillian Wu. Americans are more likely today than they were a year ago to report being very or moderately worried about finances, according to a new Gallup poll out. Nearly two-thirds of those surveyed are concerned about having enough money for retirement. More than half are worried about maintaining their standard of living, and 40% are stressed about about paying monthly bills, up from 32% last year. The findings reverse the improvement seen last year. Two-thirds of retirees. Oh, my gosh. That's, uh, you know, that's pretty much everybody. <laughs> I, I believe that to be very accurate, too. And I can promise you with the conversations I've had with clients doing reviews in the last several weeks and even a couple months, people, whether they're retired or not, or, or about to retire, or, or maybe even going to retire in the next couple of years, are very concerned with what's going on right now. I've had many conversations with people saying, "Hey, Kev, I'm, I'm I was planning on retiring in in June or July or August or sometime uh, this summer, and I'm just not going to do it right now. I'm just gonna I'm gonna wait and see what happens." And you know what? I, if I was in their shoes, I probably would do the exact same thing because if you don't have the comfort level to to say, "Hey, I'm going to leave my work, whatever the profession is, and be comfortable enough to say I'm going to stay retired and not have to worry about going back," then you probably should rethink. Going, uh, uh, leaving work and uh, maybe waiting another six or 12 months to find out where, where this ends up or where this does take us with the cost of living. And uh, and again, it's it's not going to hurt you. If, if you're on a borderline and, and, and questioning whether you retire or not, it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to kill you to go another six or 12 months if that's the case. In fact, most most cases with most people that would help, um, you know, give them that a little bit extra spendable money for uh, future expenses. 800-998-5649 is the number you can call to get started. Uh, so where does the Social Security fit in all this? I mean, again, that's something else that we can delay to ultimately have more money. Well, let's think about that for a second. So if you delay Social Security, uh, it's, it's a uh, delayed credit increase of 8% per year um, for every year you delay. And, and it's, it's a case-by-case basis. I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you on the show today, don't take Social Security because of the 8% increase, but, but it does fit a lot of situations. And, and now they're talking for 2023, a potential 8, 8.3, 8.4% rise in Social Security benefits for next year. Well, think about that. If you have a delayed year and you get an 8% increase in your benefits, plus you get an 8.3%, let's say, cost of living adjustment, that's a 16.3% rise in your Social Security benefits assuming you delayed another year. So 
that's pretty substantial when you look at uh, the big scheme. If you were going to collect $2,000 a month, there's another three, 300 plus dollars a month added to your benefit in just a single year's time. So it has to be factored into the strategy, right? H- how much do you need when you retire? When do you take Social Security as part of that strategy? How much more additional monies do you have saved up in retirement accounts to supplement your income in retirement? And then make that puzzle fit together and, and see how that works. Absolutely. And and again, one of the other things we talk on inflation here and this is what 8.3% or 8.5, whatever it is, the um, uh, healthcare inflation is going way beyond that. I mean, and that from a senior standpoint is a critical thing. It's amazing uh, to see the cost of healthcare continue to rise. It, it's, uh, you know, I have clients that come in at that had some operations recently and they, I didn't ask them to, but they shared with me their explanation of benefits uh, pages that they got for sure. some of the procedures and, you know, some of, some of the uh, couple overnight stays in hospitals uh, for some events and, it, you know, six figures. I, in one case, it was 120 something odd thousand dollars for two, two days, two nights in a hospital Oh my gosh. and some procedures. I mean, you think about that number and yes, they had great, good insurance, but they still had, you know, several thousand dollars in out-of-pocket costs. You add that several thousand in out-of-pocket cost to the premiums you pay every month. And the estimate is when somebody hits 65 years old to the time that they pass away, the average life expectancy about 80 years old, you, you're going to have three hundred dollars to $350,000 in, in healthcare costs, out-of-pocket healthcare costs. And so I don't know about you, Steve, but uh, most people that I work with don't have three hundred dollars or $350,000 in laying around money to pay to medical care and medical costs out of their pocket. No, gosh, who does? No one does, really. And and but how do you prepare for that? We talk about it all the time, but how do we prepare for those kinds of costs? It's difficult to re- to prepare for. Um, oftentimes, we're having conversations to to maybe be strategic and sit with an estate planning attorney and maybe look at doing some trust planning and uh, maybe look at doing some repositioning of assets. Um, with a five-year look-back period, that's one way to kind of maybe shelter some assets. So that that's that's really the only way that I know of that you could maybe salvage some some monies and properties that you might pass on to your beneficiaries. But ultimately, everything's on the table. If you've got an event and all of a sudden you need to go in for some care, whether it be in a hospital or a nursing home, everything's out there right now. You can't. I remember back in the day, my 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 gram and my my grandparents. You know, they had they acquired hospital bills and. They used to get the bill in the mail and they'd pay $10 a month and that kept the, the creditors away. Well, if you listen to the show right now, you can't do that anymore, by the way. You, you just can't because they're sending it to collections and they're coming after you if you own money. So again, you, you're going to be on the hook for paying those bills from your estate, from your assets, and there's no way, real way to shelter it except maybe doing some trust planning. Okay. Well, again, those are the kinds of things that you talk about with people every day and and to just get there. And um, so one of the ways too, especially if you're before 65, before Medicare, maybe you're in your 50s and you're on a high deductible plan, the HSA is a great tool. Absolutely. HSA stands for health savings account. We, we're starting to talk about that more, Steve, and I'll tell you why. The, the, the tax benefits by himself on an HSA, whatever you were allowed to put into that, as long as you qualify with the proper health care plan to be able to do contributions, you get a tax deduction on the amount you can put into an HSA up to the limits. And then everything that comes out, including the gains of the investment, comes out tax-free as long as that, that proceed or those monies go towards a health event or even health care premiums. And I will tell you, getting back to the, the question you just asked me, how do you prepare for that? If you have access to an HSA, that's that's a good starting point to say, hey, I'm going to tuck some funds away for future healthcare costs and get that tax-free growth and a tax 
deduction going into it. Well, and again, well, and it's it's a little over seven thousand dollars for a family. If you start that, you know, ten years before your retirement, you could build that up and and really have some great, not only great funds, but you can grow that money. Sure thing. I mean, you get it invested, you grow that money, and all of a sudden you get ten years of of deferred growth and and uh, potentially tax free. You could cover a fair amount, maybe half, maybe you know a third of that potential healthcare costs in your in your uh, expected lifetime. The problem, again, looking at inflation, if you tie inflation to healthcare costs, today's dollar says three hundred to three hundred fifty thousand. God, what's it going to be in twenty years? I yeah. mean, who knows? It might be five to six hundred thousand that that a individual might need set aside for uh, potential healthcare costs. Well, again, it sounds like it's time to have a discussion. Uh, folks, if you're if we piqued your interest, now's the time to give Kevin a call. Set up a time. Come on in and, and have that talk. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, here it is. This is a great opportunity for you to get that financial roadmap put together. And there's no cost. There's no obligation. 800-998-5649. You will get that comprehensive financial review and you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. There are still a lot of questions about crypto and using it in your retirement plan. When we come back, we'll tackle some frequently asked questions about crypto in your 401k or your IRA, even if it's possible. The bigger question is, should you? In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater in New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. Benjamin Franklin said, a penny saved is a penny earned. But how much is a penny really worth? Well, technically, still one cent, but it depends on when it was minted. If it's a pre-1982 penny, the copper in it's actually worth more. Pennies made before 1982 were 95% copper. Since 2000, the price of copper has risen dramatically, making the meltdown value of these pennies more than the face value of the coin. Based on per pound current value of copper, the copper in each pre-1982 penny is worth 1.7 cents. Melted down, its value is 70% higher. But wait, don't go melting down your pennies just yet. It's illegal. Hold on to them though. If the penny is ever discontinued as legal tender, then melt away. 
I'm Dave Perkins with Funny Money. Hey, we're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadal. Kevin, uh, of course, the president of, of Frisbee and Associates, um, uh, the author, Every Dime Every Day, fiduciary, independent. And uh, also, we have talked about crypto in the past, Kevin, and, and it's an interesting conversation. And I mean, I was surprised, and I don't know, maybe you were too, that Fidelity says, okay, you're going to be able to contribute to your 401k through Fidelity, you know, just on your own and get Bitcoin. I, that's surprising to me. It's surprising to me too. If uh, if you know if anybody's watched and listened to the news cycles for the last couple of weeks, um, I, I I'm a skeptic of, of the uh, crypto craze uh, right now, and I have been since the beginning. I know there's good arguments uh, uh, against being skeptical and why some people um, you know favor put money aside into a crypto account. You have a couple of weeks ago, you've got Coinbase, for example, um, indicated that. Um, if they ever, and they're not, they, they indicated that saying that they're not uh, at risk of, of bankruptcy, but if they were in position or at risk of bankruptcy, then the people that held their crypto accounts at Coinbase could potentially become creditors and lose basically in a court of bankruptcy their funds and not have access to their funds. So I don't know about you, but that doesn't make me feel uh, very soft and fuzzy on the inside, Steve. And here's the other thing I started to do a little bit of research when that, uh, that news came out a few weeks ago. And interestingly enough, and I've heard some things about this, but I started to dig in. Back in the, in the financial crisis here in the United States in 2007 to 2009, part of some of the legislation passed by our Congress allows banks, our banks in the United States, to do what they call a bail-in. And it's the same verbiage, it's the same wording that Coinbase disclosed to the public a few weeks ago. It says that if we have a financial crisis of some sort and a bank has an issue, paying its debt, they can actually take your savings that you have deposited in the banking system and use it to pay the debt and you become a creditor to the bank. And again, I, I started, a, it was almost word for word, the verbiage with what Coinbase disclosed a few weeks ago and what we have now as part of our banking regulations that got put in place about 14 years ago. So so I don't know about you, Steve, but that doesn't make me feel all warm and fuzzy either with our own banking system and, and how they have the ability to take our savings and use it as a bail-in. And it's, again, it's the same thing that Coinbase disclosed a few weeks ago. So, I mean, how do their rules apply through through banking? Are they considered a bank? Well, no, they have different rules, but they use the same verbiage that the, oh, the, I the see. politicians use back in, uh, and they use that as a template. It sounds like okay. Well, oh wow. So again, yeah, Coinbase. I mean, that's the that's like a, a biggie. That's a major player out there. Well, it's one of those. Uh, I'll call it a custodian. I'm not quite sure that's the right term. Um, it's a place where when you hold and own Bitcoin or some of these other cryptos, and again, I'm not an expert here. I should add Jeff Chushan, one of our uh, advisors on, because he's kind of our in-house uh, crypto uh, guru, if you want to call him that. He's, he's, he's well-versed and, and uh, very experienced in, in studying this. But the, the point is, um, they've got to, you've got to hold your money, your crypto, your Bitcoin, or whatever it is, somewhere. And Coinbase, how I understand it, is one of those platforms um, to be able to store your Bitcoin in to be able to get access to it. Wow. I mean, again, it's a complicated way to go. And when it comes to a, a, an IRA, how, how does that happen? I mean, can is that even a good idea? Which, again, is a, more subjective. But how do we put it in there if we want to? Yeah, that's that's a uh, 
It's a good question. I'll cover that. Again, I want to make a claim here, a disclosure, I guess, that I'm not a pro crypto, Bitcoin, whatever the crypto might be, coin fan. I I think that uh, my clients that are primarily retirees and pre-retirees should really reconsider or consider the risk of putting any money into these uh, platforms that they're just too, too much of an unknown right now. So if you do have some interest in putting money in crypto, um, the understanding is with an IRA, you would do a, what we call a self-directed IRA. The same thing we've talked about in the past. If you want to put rental real estate, let's say that you control that inside an IRA, you do it with a self-directed IRA. Then you can go use your retirement monies to purchase uh, either Bitcoin or crypto or rental real estate or whatever that might be. Okay. And then if we were going to, I, I mean, again, there's, there's what, thousands of different Bitcoin or not Bitcoins, thousands of different cryptocurrencies out there. They just seem to be creating. They seem to be uh, procreating. Yeah. And you've, you've got the one that, uh, uh, I think it's called Luna. Uh, Luna. That that's, to, yeah. That's been a big yeah. story these days. Well, well, they tried to peg, peg their uh, benchmark one-to-one with the US dollar. Well, there's nothing backing that. This, this uh, guy that created that had some other other, uh, I won't call them um, fraudulent, but uh, they went they went away, and so every you know people that invested in that money disappeared. And the same thing happened with this Luna. Um, overnight, it seemed that uh, it was down ninety nine percent, which is basically all of it. <laughs> yeah. And so wow. some of these poor people that had money invested in there ha- had lost everything overnight. So again, I I just think it's it's too much of an unknown. It's not regulated currently. I just I would wait and let some time happen to see what the regulators end up doing and and who stands at the end of the the, the day who's going to be left standing and uh, and then maybe it might be something to reconsider doing something with some retirement monies. But I I wouldn't do anything until that point. Oh, that makes sense because the regulators. I mean, it is going to start to get regulated somehow, right? I mean, it has to. It's it's like the wild west out there. Well, here's my two cents on that. Yeah, yeah, you would think the regulators will start to regulate it, but. But I do believe the regulators have allowed, and our Federal Reserve and federal government have allowed the crypto craze to happen as a conditioning for the American people to accept the digital currency platform. And what I mean by that is, at some point, it's already created. This is not a conspiracy theory. You can go look this up and look at all kinds of articles. The Federal Reserve has already created what they call the Fed dollar. It's the Federal Reserve digital currency that will be released and launched sometime probably in the next couple of years, and we will adopt in the United States under the Federal Reserve, a digital currency run by the Federal Reserve, ultimately under the IMF, International Monetary Fund. Wow. So, I mean, again, that does that include a blockchain for the dollar? I mean, because there's like a finite amount, right? So they can't be printing money then. Well, that's the problem, right? That, so here's, it's an interesting point you just made because we, we've lived and built our country on printing money and nonstop printing money in this country and uh, debasing our dollars. So ultimately, if we have a digital currency, you could wake up in the morning and instead of having $100,000 in your bank account, uh, you've got $95,000 because they needed 5000 of that to pay the interest on the debt in this country that we've created. And so it's a, it's an, it, it, it's really an element of control Oof. of taxation and oversight and being able to dip into your account and and you just use it as a as they feel need the, the need to do. Oh wow, I hadn't really thought of it that I hadn't thought that far through. But wow, that makes <laughs> sense, and that's a little scary. I, I'm not making this up. I you know I'm following this very closely because right. I do believe that we're being conditioned and, and walked down that road to a digital platform. And and I just uh, you have to look at all the potential reasons of why why would our politicians want to put us into that position? I mean, they're just 
um, you know, again, uh, positive and negative reasons, but but I think the negatives weigh out on over the positives. All right. So uh, so what about taxes? Do we have to pay taxes on crypto? Of course. In fact, um, some of my clients this past year come in and, and uh, some of them do their own taxes with whatever software they use and, and started talking about and telling me about the, the questions asked on the tax software about crypto. And yeah, it's being asked about if you're filing taxes, you've got to answer the question, yay or nay, if you've partaking in any uh, crypto trades. And, um, I, you know, some of these platforms like a Coinbase or whoever might hold your money, from what I understand, do provide tax forms that you can file with your tax return. But for the most part, you've got to disclose that on your tax tax returns to the internal revenue and, and figure out if there's a profit or not and pay taxes accordingly. Wow. <laughs> figure out if there's a profit. That's the, that's the long shot today, isn't it? <laughs> it is today, but uh, you know, if somebody's been dabbling in Bitcoin for for the last fifteen years. I've heard some case studies where people have made uh, some small fortunes, and uh, it's uh, it's it's it, again, they got under the ground floor. What I call the ground floor. I'm not necessarily sure at at Bitcoin at thirty thousand, it's the right time. But but I would I, again, I would take a cautious approach to any crypto investing. I, you know, I do a segment for another show called uh, Brokers Behaving Badly, and I just did a piece on the first crypto, or the first crypto one that I had or that I saw. Um, so there's a lot of scams out there is what I'm getting at. Yeah, there was uh, just another article a couple couple weeks ago now that in New York City, there was a uh, individual that was running a crypto um, Ponzi scheme. Yes, exactly. And That's the one. Yeah. That, there you go. So promising a, per, a percent profit every single day, and you know you're gonna you're gonna make a, a million dollars off ten thousand dollars, and and all of a sudden it ends up being a Ponzi scheme. And again, you just gotta be careful. If it sounds too good to be true, the old saying, right? It probably is. Yes. And do some due diligence and put yourself in a position to make sure you're not throwing your good money after bad. Well, absolutely. So crypto again, it's a it's a tricky area, and uh, I mean, I know I had I talked with Jeff about crypto. I think we did a segment when when we were doing a show together, and he is a whiz kid. Yeah, he knows I, I don't mean to call him a kid, but I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I want to say we have good, healthy conversations in the office about crypto and around crypto. And 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 at the end of the day, he's also educating me on the pros and cons that I need to stay up on and, and know uh, to be able to advise my clients going forward. So if anybody's got any crypto questions and you want to talk to somebody at Frisbee Associates, Jeff, Jeff Trusson's the guy. Absolutely. 800-998-5649. In fact, why don't we open up the lines again, Kevin, and invite folks to call and come in and have that conversation. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions, and they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs, and they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio, so this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new hot-off-the-press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. 
It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, don't miss the opportunity to get that financial roadmap together. Get your questions answered. Kevin and his team are there for you. It is just an excellent chance for you to get a practical financial review. It's a phone call away, 800-998-5649. Ten callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review, and you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap. It's a guide that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800 998 We live our life in stages, and the one of the last frontier most of us will experience is going into retirement. With some solid planning and attention to detail, the road to retirement should be smooth. Remember that feeling on the last day of school, just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoons? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire, if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan, avoiding risk and pitfalls, and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 56 Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. How much would you have if you doubled a penny each day for one month? One, two, three, three. No, much more. Let's get started and find out. On day one, you have a penny. Day two, two cents. Day three, four cents. Day four, eight. Then 16, 32, 64 cents. You see where this is going? We're doubling each time, and by day 15, you have $116.84. Now it really gets crazy. By day 18, you're at $1,310.72. By day 20, you're over $5,000 over $167,000 on day 25. And by day 31, you're at $10,737,418.23. And it all started with one penny. You may not be able to save at that accelerated level, but it really drives home the value. Do pick up those pennies, even if they're not heads up. And whatever you're able to save is more that your retirement coach can work with to craft a great retirement plan for you. For Funny Money, I'm Dave Perkins. We're back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin Frisbee, of course, is here. Uh, Kevin, president of Frisbee and Associates, and uh, so much more, a fiduciary independent. Well, you're a fiduciary firm, Kevin, and that's that's an important thing to, to mention. Not only that, but you're independent, which is another important piece. Yeah, both of those are, are critical points. When you talk about uh, how do I pick a financial advisor or pick the right firm to work with, um, number one, are they fiduciaries? And a simple definition of that is we are obligated to work in our client's best interest before ours. And uh, secondly is being independent. 
critically important. I talk across the country to other advisors and brokers and groups of advisors and, and actually go out to do training with them. Um, and in conversations, if you work for a big box shop, and I won't name them, I've been called out for name them, naming them in the past uh, on a radio show. I actually had some of the advisors and brokers from those from those other companies call my office. Oh, man. So, so I won't call you out by name, but you know you're listening to the show and I appreciate listening in. But at the end of the day, if you're working with one of those big national companies that have advisors all over the country, by the way, and they have um, their product portfolio that they are pitching to you, um, yeah, may some of it be in your best interest, possibly. But if they only have that bag of tricks that they can offer to you, um, you got to second guess that at the end of the day. What's the real purpose here? So being independent from our view is we always wanted to be able to go into market and find what was the best fit investment wise for our client's uh, situation. And so we're not pegged to any one company's product, service or investment is, is the critical key. Absolutely. And, and again, that is good to know. And so you're talking about living life in stages. And, and so, I mean, we all know the, the, the go-go, the slow-go, the no-go years, but we thought we'd take a different approach today. And um, <laughs> it, I was, we could think of this almost like dating and then a wedding, right? So, so the, the dating part when it comes to retiring is going to be that, that planning. You got a plan. You got to put a plan together. The courtship, we call that, yeah, right? The, the pre-retirement. That's sure. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> what that is. I mean, but but to, to be serious, all of that pre-retirement planning is critical because, it, it, number one, it sets the stage for having a successful retirement. In, in this case, having a successful marriage, right? And at the end of the day, if you don't line things up and have things in order and do your due diligence, so to speak, before the big day, um, you could be in trouble. And and th that doesn't mean that you can't make it happen by not doing the pre-retirement pre planning. Um, I've, I've had many conversations and seen many cases where people were scrambling around at the last minute trying to get things in order. But but if you can five or 10 years before you retire, start to line things up, you're going to feel much more comfortable. And it's going to be a lot easier on, on us as, as your advisor group to uh, give you the, 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 the right potential. The, I'm sorry, not the right potential, but the right uh, advice possible. Yeah, right. Again, sooner is better. Again, um, so we've got the so we've been dating, and now we're we're engaged, and then there's the big day. Uh, that's going to be the short one, right? <laughs> but I mean, so when we retire, that's the big day. Uh, you know, you shake hands, you clean out your desk, you walk out the door, bye. Right? <laughs> you you got the cake, you got the uh, the gold watch, uh, you know, and your farewell <laughs> after forty years, and whatever they they give these days, a clock. I I had somebody recently get a clock after thirty years of of working for a company in retirement. I thought, isn't that nice? Sure. Um, you know, they really appreciated you there. Yeah. So, just, all kidding aside, but yeah, the big day is, hey, now is the day we pick it. The, the thing I love about the big day, Steve, is when I'm sitting down with a potential retiree and we talk about picking that day, a smile comes across the face and, and the gleam comes in the eye and they know that that day is there and it makes it so much easier to be able to go into work knowing that they picked the day. You know what I'm saying? It's yes. like the, the, the relief is gone. They know that, hey, I've got my my end game here and you can't push my buttons because I've got my game plan ready, right? Exactly. I like <laughs> that. So um, once uh, once you have the big day and, uh, and or the wedding, so we're taking that sort of look, yes, it goes into a honeymoon phase, right? Which is always glorious. <laughs> Not necessarily always well, glorious. Not, well, but, but you know. <laughs> but for a retiree, what I find from feedback for hundreds and thousands of clients now over the years, there's two anxieties that people have that carries into that 
uh, what you're calling the honeymoon honeymoon phase for most people. The two anxieties that people carry into that is what do you do with your money? How does that all fit into retirement budget-wise? You're settling in. You don't have that normal paycheck every week or two weeks, whatever you, you had previously. But also the anxiety of what do you do with your time? How do you spend your time? What does that look like? And I, I will tell you this. If you listen to the show right now, it's very normal for having anxiety for both of those things. Most people do. And it also takes nine to 12 months, up to a year to feel a comfort to know that you've settled into some sort of a routine. So that's that's the feedback. And yeah, there are cases that that people, um, you know, out of the gate, they, they know exactly what the, they're going to do. They know exactly what the budget's going to be. But most people find that they take, you know, that good solid nine to 12 months to, to figure out what, you know, that honeymoon phase looks like, Steve. So 12 months, I mean, nine to 12 months, I guess that makes sense. I, you know, and I'm guessing people don't really think about that until it's sort of on their, ta- you know, so they're staring at it. So that's a big deal. It is a big deal. As I said, I have conversations all the time of that anxiety that a lot of times people have. And uh, it's normal. If you listen to the show, it's normal. And, uh, you know, after about a year, it's like when somebody passes away, if you had a spouse pass away, that the advice is don't do anything major as far as decisions or choices for, you know, nine to 12 months after somebody passes to figure out what, you know, take some of the emotion out of it, figure out how things will start to look in, in your future. Well, and so we're talking, we're going through a, you know, a marriage here. So then you get, so after the honeymoon and then, you know, so it, the years go by. So, and at some time, at some point, I guess, before you find that routine, it's, uh, well, what am I going to do now? Uh, this is it. This is all I get. Yeah. That's, you know, I hope I never get in a situation. I'm a workaholic guy and, uh, you know, I could, I could never see myself really retiring and I know a lot of people get to a point where they, they retire and they're excited about having six Saturdays on a Sunday, right? You've got your whole week laid out and you, you're going to fish as much as you can. You're going to golf as much as you can. You're going to garden as much as you can and travel and visit the grandkids. But then it gets kind of the same thing, routine, right? Over and over and over again. And it's that you sit back sometimes. Again, I hear this commentary from people and they sit back and think, is this all retirement is? I, I shouldn't have been so excited to get here. I'm, I'm glad I'm here. And I'm glad I'm able to do what I'm doing. But at the end of the day, I, I'm not completely fulfilled. And so what does a person do to reinvent themselves to, to you know, give them a reason to, you know, put the, the feet on the floor in the morning and get after it? That's something that's a challenge for some people. And how do you build that new identity? How do we, how do we reinvent ourselves? Uh, that's, t- that's really, that's, th- I don't even know if I can answer that really in all my sure, experience. I get I, it, it. It, it's an individual situation where we, where you, you you stop your career. You now are not you as you know. You're not identified as as that person before, right? And how do you I, identify yourself now, and and how do you build around that? And it's God, it's it's a difficult thing for, for for people to do, Steve. It really is. Absolutely. And and again, so as we, is that something that you know? Even as someone gets into retirement and they're still working with you, you're you know they're your client. So do you have these kinds of conversations? And, and I mean, and, and then by contrast, do you have the, the opposite where they come in and they go, oh, I finally figured it out. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, I, both, both cases. And that's a great point. Um, I have a lot of conversations with people that come in and, and have exactly that process. You go with the, you know, the pre-retirement, the, then you pick the big day, the honeymoon phase, uh, and then you, you kind of disenchanted and trying to figure out who you are now. 
But then I've got cases, a lot of cases of people come in, they know exactly what their second career is going to be. They had it planned out for years. They might have had a, a wood shop. They might have had a daycare or they're quilting or doing all kinds of things like that, that they knew they were moving into that phase. They knew what that phase was. They might have already started that phase before they actually got done their, their previous uh, original career. Right. And so again, once that, once that kind of routine gets set, then, then life is pretty good. I mean, I, I look at my sister and brother-in-law and it, and you know, it did, it took them probably a year before they each sort of, they didn't retire at exactly the same time, but you know, so now, you know, my sister spends her time in a garden and my brother-in-law, you know, does all of his meetings and all stuff. So, I mean, it, it takes time. It, it does. And I would tell you, you know, I've said this a thousand times this past year, if you had a chance to sit in my chair for a year and listen to the conversations and ha and had people come in that um, their health didn't hold up or they, dished, they their spouse didn't survive the night um, or, or life happens, right? And mm -hmm. so from my perspective, from my vantage point, Steve, if you're listening to the show and here's what I say to all, all the pe people that come in here, if you have the ability and the means to retire and you're younger and healthier and have the ability to get around and do things that you want to do, retire. I'm telling you right now, there's nobody that's got tomorrow guaranteed. You don't know how your health can hold up or not hold up. And, and take advantage of the time that you have today if you're younger and healthier and have the means to retire. Sure. And again, on that note, why don't we invite folks to call Kevin and, and, and we can you can help somebody, you know, folks get to retirement and uh, put that smile on their face. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio, so this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now keep in mind, folks, this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, this is it. Great opportunity for you. Come on in, sit down, put a financial roadmap together, get you on the road to retirement. It's a practical financial review, whether it's the first time or you're looking for a second opinion. Give us a call, 800-998-5649. You'll get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are right now. But more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Coming up, listeners have questions and we have answers. That and more when we come right back. 
letting the clock run out on his social security to age 70 for maximum benefits. And here comes the Roth conversion. He's locked in for income for life. He's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan. He's created his own pension as well. And it looks like he's going to go all the way. Play your best retirement game. Call Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800-998-5649 Oh, the haunting call of the loon Heard throughout the land of 10,000 lakes A.K.A. Minnesota It's the 32nd state Admitted to the Union in May of 1858 The name comes from the Dakota Indians And means sky-tinted water There's certainly plenty of that. If you count all the lakes in Minnesota, they number about 15,000. So it's not surprising that Minnesota has more recreational boats than any other state. That's one for every six people. The mighty Mississippi has humble roots in Minnesota. It begins at Lake Itasca. It's a small spring-fed lake in northern Minnesota, less than two square miles in area. You can actually walk across the river at that point. Some 200 miles south on the Mississippi, we find the Twin Cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul. St. Paul is the state capital. Famous Minnesotans include Prince, Judy Garland, Bob Dylan, F. Scott Fitzgerald, J. Paul Getty, Louis Anderson, Lonnie Anderson, Vince Vaughn, Charles Schultz, just to name a few. And from the missed it by that much file, in politics, Hubert Humphrey rose to vice president, but missed the big one losing to Richard Nixon. Walter Mondale, also VP, then lost the top job to Ronald Reagan. And in sports, the Minnesota Vikings made it to the Super Bowl four times and never won. Missed it by that much. Other Minnesota sports teams, the Minnesota Twins, the Timberwolves, the Lynx, and the Minnesota Wild. Plenty of Fortune 500 companies that call Minnesota home, including Best Buy, General Mills, Target, 3M, and others. Rochester, Minnesota, home to the Mayo Clinic, which is world famous for its expert doctors and new medical discoveries. Speaking of discoveries, the stapler was invented in Minnesota, along with rollerblades, the snowmobile, the bump pan, scotch tape, the Milky Way candy bar, Wheaties cereal, Bisquick water skis, and who could forget Spam, introduced by Hormel, or Hormel, as the locals say. You don't say handy, say Spam. Spam is real spice, You don't say handy, say Spam. The state bird is the loon. The flower is the pink and white lady slipper. The state muffin, oh sure there is one, it's the blueberry muffin. Movies filmed in Minnesota include Purple Rain, Jingle All the Way, Grumpy Old Men, and of course, the Coen Brothers classic Fargo. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Joel and Ethan Coen also hail from Minnesota. And what trip to Minnesota would be complete without a visit to the Mall of America? There's a place for fun in your life, Mall of America. M-O-A, size of 78 football fields. There's an amusement park in the middle of it all. It was at the Minnesota State Fair, September 2nd, 1901, when Teddy Roosevelt coined the phrase, speak softly and carry a big stick. About the only stick you'll need in Minnesota is a fishing pole to try your hand at landing the cherished walleye, also the state fish. And that's just a small sample of what the North Star State has to offer. Learn more at exploreminnesota.com. back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And so, Kevin, of course, uh, president of Frisbee and Associates. The website is frisbeebenefits.com, F-R-I-S-B-I-E, 
benefitswithans.com. And I, I got to commend you on that website. I mean, as you know, I work with a lot of advisors and, and I look at their websites and, you know, here's what yours isn't. It's not the cookie cutter that a lot of advisors have. Yeah, definitely not. And uh, again, you, you can find a lot on our website, a lot of great information. I won't go into too much, um, but uh, certainly we're not a cookie cutter. We're very proactive on our website and in educating people. And it kind of goes along with our whole philosophy with everything that we do in our educational workshops, our, our radio shows here are all educational. Uh, the television shows are all educational for the purpose of, we believe that the, the fact that if people have better information and better education, they can simply make better choices and decisions. Sure. Well, again, that, that that whole education process, we've talked about that many times. It's such an important piece to what you do. And I think that the average person probably doesn't realize that, it, you know, independent, fiduciary, a lot of experience, that that really is your motivation. It is. And it has been from the beginning. That's right. the key here. We, we, we've kind of built our practice and 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 had so many referrals over the last several years from clients that have talked to their friends and coworkers saying, hey, these guys are the real deal. They they really care about helping us do what we need to do, and uh, you ought to go talk to them. And I would encourage anybody to listen to the show. If, if you're a client, thank you for your business. Um, we, we continue to take new clients and referrals. So if you've, if you've got a friend or a coworker or a neighbor that uh, might need some help, especially in today's market conditions, give us a shout. 800-998-5649. That's the number you can call. And uh, all right, let's jump into some of these questions here. We've got Ben in Oxford, and he's wondering, he says, I'm inheriting a small IRA this year. Can I wait until the year 10 after the death of my father to take the full distribution? Or do I have to follow a required minimum distribution schedule and take out some every year for 10 years? Boy, Kevin, ever since the uh, SECURE Act, that whole thing has become murky. Yeah, and, and Ben, thanks for writing in. Uh, depending on the amount, it says small IRA. So if it's a small amount, you're probably maybe even better off to, to wait the 10 years. You can wait the 10 years. If if it's if you listen to the show and you've got a sizable retirement account that got uh, you know left to you by uh, somebody that passed away, um, I've got a client, for example, owns a construction company and mom passed away last year and uh, several hundred thousand dollars that has to be paid out to him and he's a successful business. And I said, well, you're probably better off to take portions over the 10 years instead of waiting. All that money at the end of the 10 years is going to be massively taxed. So it's a case-by-case -case basis, Ben. But if it's a small one, you're likely better off to just kind of defer that and wait for the full amount after after the year uh, year 10. Sure. Then let it grow a little bit. Uh-huh. And uh, all right, Ben, 800-998-5649. Jimmy is in Gunquit, and uh, he says, I'm 62, trying to manage what I have in my stocks, and I've been looking into annuities. The product sounds great because of fixed funds, but I don't know much about them. What are the pros and cons of annuities versus stocks? Boy, we, <laughs> we need about three days on that one. <laughs> I was going to say, Jimmy, thanks for writing in. And I, you know, we've covered uh, annuities versus stocks uh, or investments in the past, the, the big thing when you look at annuities, and I'll, I'll just give you a quick answer. Annuities should be looked at as an alternative to a bond portfolio, especially in today's raising, uh, rising rate environment. So it's okay to have both. Have stocks, exchange-traded funds, investments in your portfolio, but maybe position an annuity instead of a bond so you have the protection of no market downside in, in, uh, inside an annuity. 
Okay, well, that, that's great. 800-998-5649. Uh, Jimmy, yeah, that, that annuity discussion, we've had that, I think, recently. So if you go back, Jimmy, and, and you want to listen to that, I would say it was two weeks ago, I think, where we did— Something like that, Steve, yeah. And, and again, those shows are all on the, on the website, of frisbeebenefits.com, and you can also subscribe to it on Apple or, or Google or wherever you get a podcast. And, you know, it's always highlighted in the, uh, in the notes as well, so— that's what I would recommend you do. And then you might as well subscribe. So we'll send it to you every week. How's that? Good advice. I like it. 800-998-5649. George is in Biddeford. Uh, he says, I have to start taking my RMD, required minimum distributions this year, and I have three different IRAs. Should I take some money from each account or take it all from one? You know, George, if you were working with me, my recommendation would be first to look at where the IRA is invested and then make the appropriate decision where to take it from. That really plays into the distribution planning. We we help a lot of clients do here at Frisbee Associates, where if you've got three different accounts, which one is positioning better? And, and lately with the markets, the way they have with the, vol with the way they've been with the volatility, we've got uh, clients that have money in fixed accounts that we're starting to change the direction of where they're pulling their income from and taking it from the fixed account instead of the market account to let the market account come back. So it's a it's a case by case, George. But again, if you're working with somebody like us at Frisbee and Associates, we're going to give you that advice and change up where we're taking that from, depending on uh, performance and market conditions. Well, there's a lot of a lot of decisions that have to be made when it comes to where that money comes from once we get to retirement, which is all part of your planning process. It really is. It's critically uh, important to make these these proper decisions because in this case, if George is pulling from, let's say, a stock account, but the the stock market's down whatever percentage it is, right? Or his account's down, whatever percentage it might be. But he's got a fixed account, let's say, is one of them. Why wouldn't he take from the fixed account right now the income he needs or his minimum distribution and leave the stock account alone? I mean, that would be just simple, logical advice that I would walk him through. Sure. All right. Great. 800-998-5649, George. And um, let's see, Lauren is in Ellsworth. Uh, she says, if I am no longer employed, can I roll over a 403B plan into an IRA or do a Roth conversion? Yeah, yes, yes is the answer to both of those, Lauren. Thanks for writing in. So if you're no longer employed and you had been contributing to a 403B, most times um, 403Bs are nonprofits or, or hospitals. Uh, those are the type of plans that those institutions utilize for their retirement plan. You can, in most cases, I would say 95% of the cases, roll it to an IRA and then do a conversion to a Roth if that fits your tax situation and what you're trying to do. And uh, we can have, and, and by the way, talking about Roth conversions, thanks for writing, in, writing that in, Lauren, because I wanted to bring that up today. Sure. I will tell you right now, if you listen to the radio show, and I've had these these conversations with clients the last several weeks, there's probably not a better time all year right now or any time in the last 10 years to do a Roth or think about doing a Roth conversion while the market is down because you're going to convert pre-tax money to a Roth chassis and you're going to convert at the low point of the market or lower point of the market where it's at right now. So give that a massive consideration in talking about doing Roth conversions right now instead of waiting. Right. And and again, so are you seeing a lot of people going that direction? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I'll give an example. I had a client that I was doing a, uh, at their home and business up in um, a Rockport uh, area a couple couple weeks ago. And ha they have a good household income, both retired, and uh, a couple hundred thousand dollars of retirement monies, IRA pre-tax monies left in their retirement accounts. And I said, listen, we've already done some Roth conversions in the past. I said, here's the tax brackets. It's not going to push you into the higher tax bracket if you convert all of your IRA monies. It's going to go, I'm sorry, one tax bracket higher from the 22 to the 24. 
at the end of the day, with the market being down 20%, you're going to have basically 20% savings on taxes by doing a full conversion right now with the, with the market the way it is. So I'm doing a lot of those uh, Roth conversions with clients and having, having more conversations because, again, I want to make my clients aware of some of the possibilities and opportunities that are in front of us right now with the market conditions the way they are. Well, it's nice to be able to, to work with somebody like you who understands that that piece of it and, and to, to be able to take advantage of those things. If, we're, if I'm a do-it-yourselfer or if it was me doing it myself, I would, I would miss all of those opportunities. <laughs> well, again, I, my, my goal, right, as an advisor is to try to maximize and, and give my clients the, the fullest potential possible within what they've saved for retirement. If we can save 20% in taxes right now by doing a conversion with the market being down 20%, hey, that 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 almost pays for the full tax that they're going to have to pay on the federal level for for doing a conversion. So it's a win long term, without a doubt. Win, win, win. I like winning. Um, let's go to Ronald. Yeah, we got time for another one. Let's go to Ronald in Lincoln. Um, he says, I'm self-employed, trying to save for retirement. I'm 62, plan to retire at my full retirement age, 67. I make $40,000 a year. I have $150,000 in an IRA and contribute $6,500 a year to it. What else can I do to save for retirement without a 401k? Um, well, you can increase your contribution to your IRA from 6,500 to 7,000, Ronald, because you're above 50 years old. Yep. I'd start there. Um, really, I mean, that's that's probably your only choice. Uh, you don't have to put into a retirement account to save for retirement, by the way. You can put into a non-retirement chassis investment and save additional monies for retirement, even though it won't be called a retirement account. It's still going to be used for potential uh, you know, expenses down the road. So but but it sounds like you know increase your your IRA to the max of seven thousand and then just tuck as much money into another investment as you can. So could he essentially open a Roth at that point as well? He could because his income's lower. So yeah, he's got that ability too. Again, I'm I'm, I'm not quite sure with his income level uh, why he's put into uh, put putting sixty five hundred into a traditional IRA. I think I'd swap that to a Roth anyway. Okay, just because of uh, you know future taxes potentially being higher. Well, and we can only, I mean, how can they be anything else but higher? That's the right. I mean, with, with the spending we've done in this country and the national debt, the taxes are probably going to kind of go higher. And so again, Ronald, I would I would increase the contribution to 7000 and maybe consider doing a Roth contribution instead of your traditional IRA. Okay, fair enough. And again, on that note, we are uh, out of time. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time today, Kevin. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today... We're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey folks, don't miss this 
opportunity. This is the last time today we're going to open up the lines, invite you to call, take advantage of a, a no-cost, no-obligation review of your current plan, or if you don't have one, they will help create one for you. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review, and you'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll have a roadmap. It's a guide that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800 800- 998-5649-800-998-5649. Well, Kevin, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week, just sitting here with you. I always learn things and it, it just goes by so quickly. Yeah, we talk about so much in, in the course of an hour, Steve. And uh, to all the listeners out there, if you're a client, thank you for your business. Um, you know, keep in mind, we're still taking new clients on by way of referral. And if you're not a client yet, even if you've called in the past, give us a call. Take advantage of that consultation. Still no cost, no obligation to you. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.